Yeah, used to wanna be a superhero, flying around with a cape, catching bad guys. Now my head underwater, but I ain't in the shower and I ain't getting baptized. To the good and the bad times, all the cuts, broken bones and the black eyes. Young motherfucker with a mad mind, made a couple million off of rap lines. Y'all can't tell me nothing no more. Came from the basement under that floor. You don't come close. You don't need to know I'm the goat. You don't need to know how I go, cause you know what you want. All I wanna do is the most. Backflip off the rope, sky hook when I'm in the post. You're my girl too clutch to choke. Mm. And I ain't calling it. You can build a wall with your bricks. You are. Like you Why don't I get headphones? It's like this. Are we on right now? Yeah. Oh. So I really have a difficult job because I have to fuck with the setting, the volume. Like turn it up, turn it down. I know what I know what volume means. No, I'm talking <laughs> about so I basically engineer and facilitate. Oh, so you need to hire somebody is what you're saying. I kinda like where I'm going. But this okay. is more about nothing and this will probably be the the giggling and teaching episode. <laughs> uh I'm here with uh, Charlotte LaRue or uh, <laughs> Cherry on Top. I hate you so much. <laughs> hey, hey, you came up with this. <laughs> yeah, okay. And uh, you want to give a little bit of background about how you're from the dirtiest state of New York. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's terrible. Oh, I was born and raised in Detroit. Uh, I have to fight for mine. Yeah, I guess you're going to get fought. <laughs> Keep playing with me. <laughs> I would never lose for me anybody from NY. <laughs> if I giggle the whole time, it's because of you. This is your hey, fault. It better be a hard-hitting nigga from NY <laughs> take me out the game. Hey, the nigga that's going to whoop me ain't, ain't been on earth yet. Yeah, okay, whatever. That nigga still a twinkle in his mammy eye. I cannot. I'm going to get you when you least expect it. Okay, my name is Cherry. Mm-hmm. And I was born in New York, but I was raised here. In what part of New York? You wouldn't know it. I was I was born in um, Suffern, but I lived in Anuit. It's all suburbs. Oh, privilege hit the bed. You know, uh, privilege hit the bed. Already. <laughs> yeah, you're privileged. We have to uh, we have to put that out there. I'm the same as everybody else. <laughs> no, you're not, Cosby girl. What, Rudy? Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'm Rudy. Yeah. You definitely Rudy. So, uh, give a little background. You from New York? Uh, your dad like Ohio State? Oh, really? Is that that's you brought me on here just to make me talk <laughs> about my trauma? Yeah. No. <laughs> wait, wait. I have to deal with my trauma. You're a state fan. Uh, yeah, but I'm better than Ohio State. I don't like no state just because it's Michigan State and Ohio State. Fuck both of y'all. Oh, let me show you this picture. I don't want to see it. No, it's a good one. It's a Ooh. good one. But finish. Uh, go yeah, ahead. Okay, okay. So I was I was born in New York. Uh, we moved here in 94. Uh, my mom is from Jersey. My dad is Nigerian, but he... <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, it's a picture of Xavier. I mean, Xavier. Oh, it is. No, it's Cassius and Xavier. But uh, Xavier with a state jersey on and Cassius with a Michigan jersey. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, I'm happy with him being in Michigan. I think we would have won a little bit more. But please go ahead. Rolling my eyes. Um my dad's oldest brother went to Ohio State. That's why he loves Ohio State. 
Uh, and it's just awful every time any sports come on, particularly football season. It's just terrible. Yeah, because they kick our ass collectively. They kick the state of Michigan's ass. Yeah. But the crazy shit is, y'all play them way better than we do. And we have way more talent. That goes by coaching. We're going to see because D'Antoni gone. Yeah, well, we, yeah. we will see whenever everything opens back up. Mm-hmm. We might see now. There just might not be anybody in the stands. I think that's what they're doing with baseball. I accept that. <laughs> I accept it. I don't watch baseball. Uh, would you like to talk about uh, where you're actually from, where your parents and everything is from, your uh, nationality? I, I already said. Go ahead. Is you and listening because you was looking for that stupid picture? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like everybody else already heard me say, um, I'm born in New York. My mother is from Jersey. My dad is from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So, so oh, it, you just got it from your uh, dad's side. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. I got it from my mom's side. My mom was born in Honduras. Okay. My grandfather is from Jamaica. Oh, okay. I think my, I think my mom Honduranian. I mean, not my mom. Honduranian. Her grandmother. Oh, okay. Yeah, Honduras. Okay. Yeah. So that's where they from. My dad is the nigga from the east side of Detroit <laughs> and the Brewster Project, so he kind of oh, trumped okay. all that shit. Does he? Though? The Brewster that's... Project's tough. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't know firsthand, but I've yeah. heard stories. Yeah, you probably rolled by and, and rolled up your window. Like, it smells poor over oh, here. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's what we're not going to do today, okay? <laughs> this is where the poor stay. I do not do that. Y'all don't listen to this man. He crazy. <laughs> so go ahead. Uh... How long have you been a teacher? Um, I've been a teacher for nine years now. Nine years. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to tell you thank you. You will never get what you're worth in life. Yeah, I know uh, it. You have to put up with a lot of uh, foolishness. The, mm. the only good thing about this pandemic, epidemic, demic, demic, <laughs> that we're going through demic, demic. is... Parents get to understand understand how bad their kids really is. Listen, I cannot tell you how many emails and text messages and calls I've gotten from parents like, listen, can I buy you something? Do you want a Starbucks gift card? Can I send that to you? Do you want, like, what? what's your favorite store to shop at? I'm going to send you a, a, um, a, a electronic gift card. I'm going a, I'm to a do something for you because I had no idea, and I am sorry for every rude thing I've ever said to you, me mm-hmm. and all my teachers. Just And I'm like, well, you know. Karma's a bitch, huh? Uh, fuck that. I'll be like, yes, I would like that. And uh, the Yeezys drop tomorrow. You can make that happen. <laughs> the Yeezys drop, and I need those J's. But that is something that people don't understand because the parent job is a lot easier because you get you slap the fuck out of. True. You can't. It's law set up about you chastising other people's kids. Yeah, I mean, it didn't used to be, though. Because I, I have vivid memories of, you know... Getting fucked up in school by teachers? Kindergarten through third grade. They right. were, you know, we had we had wooden rulers. Because I, I went to a... Don't do not do me, Go okay? Go ahead. You got a I paddling. To, I <laughs> they, hate, I they hate spanked you. your hand. I, no, they didn't spank my hand. I went to a private Christian school. And I had teachers... Like, every teacher had these, like, yardsticks in the classroom. And, um... The foot long before the foot long. Yeah. And then um like I even I knew teachers who would like tape two and three of them boys together oh, yeah. for specific students so and like write what? their names on them. So you know what? I, I give you I give you some justice. I give you some justice. I had a old uh his name was uh Doctor Hambrick. Mm. 
he taught at Marcus Garvey. This nigga had about six, seven rules. I was going to say, he sound like he don't play. He'd be like, put your hand out. Five. He'd tear your shit up. You'd be at that bitch. Like, we used to jug. I'm like, all right, boy. All right, now. <laughs> that nigga grab that bitch and pop, 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 pop. Like, you should just took the one, fam. Most of my teachers had, um, like, most of my teachers would, like, you know, paddle you on the hand. Mm-hmm. But then um, I had a couple of teachers who, like, I, re- I remember first day of third grade, right? We all were talking in computer class. He was sick of it. It was like two classes combined. He was sick of it. He made us all line up in front of this long behind, you know, uh, chalkboard that he had in front of the class mm-hmm. and made us bend over, apologize to the new students because apparently we got them in trouble. And then he went down the line and paddled us all on the behind one by one. That nigga tripping. Was he Caucasian? No. He was, he was black. He was black. Most of my teachers were black. Like he, his, his, his paddle was called Dudley Do-Right. And <laughs> shit, don't you know no fucking good? Don't you know uh, no good? Fuck it with dog. I had a lot of teachers who named their paddles, but his was called Dudley Do Right. I wonder is that the reason we name shit now? Mm, I don't know about that. Could be, but uh, so please finish your story of you getting paddled. <laughs> That's it. I didn't get paddled a whole lot. I was a good kid. I imagine that if I went to school with you, though, you would have been. No, I was I was more shy, and I had like and and everything. I Where? had like two or three cool people. Swear, swear. I, I wasn't. I wasn't this outgoing uh, person talking. Hey, you don't gotta believe it. It's the truth. Uh, so one thing I want to touch on. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a certain type of uh, shine bright like a diamond when you talk about school and uh, education. Where did you get that from? Like what? What made you want to be a teacher? Um, it's just always kind of been a part of my personality. Um, I was okay, always... Okay, so, so where you get that from? <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm trying to find out. Where you get that from? Um, I would say I got it from God. Some people would say I was just born that way. Okay, so so none of your parents, aunties, nothing like that? My oldest sister, uh, she's a teacher. Well, really, now she's a doctor, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Because um, she, she graduated with her doctorate a couple of years ago. But um, my sister started off... Shouts out to... Uh, who's the oldest Cosby kid? It's not Vanessa. No, it's not Vanessa, but she's the only one whose name I can remember right now. Really? Listen... Cosby Show wasn't really my show. I liked it, but it wasn't really my show. My show was a different world. Oh, okay. Who was the oldest Cosby kid? You gonna ask Siri? Yeah. Siri, get me together. Oh, the fuck is they talk about? Oh, I'm privileged. That was real light skin. But please, uh, go ahead and finish. Um, yeah, my sister was a is still a teacher. Um, different subject matter, but. Um, it was just really always like a part of my personality. I Sandra. Was Sandra, yes. Sandra. I couldn't think and, of her and name. Elvin, right? Yeah, Sandra Mary Elvin. Elvin, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah. And no. then it was Denise. Then Th- Theo is eight years older than Vanessa. Oh, no, Denise and what? Teenagers. Eight-year-old. Oh, eight-year-old Vanessa. Okay. Mm. Okay. Whoa, shit. I'm going to say <laughs> That shit don't seem right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, your older sister. Um, <laughs> that's a drink. <laughs> a little bit Stop. drink. Um, yeah, my older sister is a teacher. 
Um, I don't think there are any other teachers or professors. No, 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 I take that back. My One of my dad's brothers is a um, professor at the college, one of the colleges in Nigeria. So, but for me, like not having known that, it was just, it was just always a part of me. I was always trying to keep my friends out of trouble. I was always, I was always that one who was like helping teachers grade papers and stuff and like doing things. Damn, you was teacher paid. Listen, I almost didn't have a choice because you can't clean no, no, it no, no, up. No, 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 no. I, I, I hold on. Let me explain. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, seriously though, I almost didn't have a choice because at my school, when I got into the fifth grade, I think my teacher found out that I could sing. And then she would keep me after school to like help her clean the boards and stuff and make me sing with her. Don't wait, wait. Was your teacher a nun by the name of Ruby no. Goldberg? <laughs> no. Are you the But she real was sister? black. <laughs> Are you the real sister aunt? No. Let me find out you was Lauren Hill and sister aunt. <laughs> I can't. I'm not doing this with you. No, but yeah, so she had me doing all that type of stuff all the time. And then other teachers would have me do stuff for them too. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, just... You know, just want to get an understanding and just a little background for people that may be in the field who listening and things of that nature. Now, I want you to go back to these uh, these children <laughs> and uh, the the transition of you having to still get up and get dressed and professionally teach them. Because I I be that one teacher in the pajamas, like, hey, so this is what we gonna do today. I have teacher friends who will sit there and they'll put on like professional tops and yeah. then they'll be in their, their pajama bottoms or less. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, you know, it, it's hard mm-hmm. when you've been going to work every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything just stops and then you have to make quick adjustments and you're sitting at home all the time. I mean, there's a reason why we don't teach from home in the first place because the home is, where you're supposed to be able to relax. And so it's really hard to try and reconcile the two places together. You got to clean up a certain spot in your house to look respectable. Yeah. Or they'd be like, you broke. Hey. <laughs> Listen. That was a secret, nigga. <laughs> no, the real secret was that we don't all live at the school building. Because there are children out there oh, who yeah. believe that their teachers live yeah. at the building. We shower there. We don't go home. We order food. We Uber yeah. Eats to the building every day. Like... I, hey, I can remember being a young lad and thinking that a too. young lad, yeah, young lad, mm-hmm. young a young player like myself. <laughs> but please go on. With <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a little difficult. Um, I don't know what every other district does. Mm-hmm. I know that in my district we have set it up where we don't actually teach teach every day. Like we don't have to sit and do video classes every mm-hmm. single day. Um, every subject matter, at least for my building has one day. So ELA is on Monday. So all of the ELA teachers teach all of their classes Monday. Mm -hmm. And then I think math is Tuesday. Science is Wednesday. I'm social studies on Thursday. And then all the specials courses do their thing on Friday. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. So you just got one real day. You got to grind. I have one day that I have to actually sit there and teach classes for, you know, a certain amount of hours, but isn't it like four, three or four? I have four four classes that I teach core social studies to. Oh, um, okay. So how long do you do each class? Um, forty minutes. Yeah, that's great. Which isn't too bad. I mean, they have but one it's assignment. Still like four hours. It's it's yeah. I teach from ten to twelve fifty five, and then I have office hours after that. 
Okay, define office hours. Office hours are just on my day. So I, you know, open up a new Google Meets or Zoom or whatever mm-hmm. um, and my students who need help, who maybe missed class, oh, they come okay. and we so, discuss their work. So it's like tutoring, basically. Almost. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, really which dope. works for anybody who will, like, I, I record my sessions, so then I, you know, post them into their Google Classroom stream mm-hmm. for anyone who missed class or slept through a class or had internet problems or whatever. That's fucked up if you late to, <laughs> you late to class and it's big. I get, I had a baby email me the other day, like, Miss Watson, I'm so, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so sorry that I missed your class. I slept right through it and I was like, it's okay. I was like, what the fuck is your parents? Because <laughs> they probably not at work. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of it, too. If I have a student who isn't um, in my class all the time, we have crew. We have, um, mm-hmm. so it's like um, I have certain kids that are mine, and I talk to them every Friday, or we're supposed to meet every Friday anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I have students who are not in my crew, but I know notice that they're not showing up, I'll tell their crew leader, and their crew leader will go and, you know, call home, and, you know, we'll try and figure out what's going on. Hey. That's the point in time you find out that parents ain't shit. Listen, if you do your job properly, then you know ahead of time that that's the that's the real story. Yeah, and the the difficult part of that is you get to see where the parent like fell off of learning and things of that nature yeah. as the way they express themselves, and you be like, like you don't get it. You know he get mad just like you. Like I could tell when he about to get mad mm-hmm. the same way I could tell with you. They don't mm-hmm. understand the power of just having those traits. And a lot of it is like generational curses. Yeah. That people don't understand that they need to break. Yeah. I fully believe that. Thanks. I think there there are really simple things that parents don't understand, like how much power you have in literally sitting down with your kid and at least trying to help them yeah. do their work. There are parents who are not interested in their child doing any work at all because the, well, the school year is over. But what some people don't understand is, yeah, the school year is over. They don't have to go back in the building. But everyone gets automatically pushed up to the next grade if they were in good standing when they left. Oh, okay. So as of March 12th, when that was your last day in the building, if you didn't have higher than... A C? Really? I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> because somebody out there gonna be listening and be like, oh, okay, well. But technically speaking, everybody knows that in my class, mm-hmm. I don't consider you to be passing unless you have a seventy-five percent or higher, so a solid C or higher. Mm-hmm. However, I thought that was life. Yeah, no, unfortunately, it's not. Technically, especially in these public and charter schools, if you have a D, seventy, if you have a D or higher, then you're passing. Nigga, I would have been on honor roll. I hate you. I would have been on fucking honor roll. I would have been I, like. hate you I so much. Hey, look, I would have been leaving school talking about, what? This 1.5 about the fly, nigga, I paid. But that is, but no, because see, that is the problem. I'll be at that bitch. I'm that is, to that the is. Money. I can, I feel like I can work with any student. Like I can, we can work this thing out. But when you are comfortable at a D and you're the, well, as long as I can just pass that that is something that breaks my heart and when i'm just sitting here like i really especially when there's like no reaching this child and the parent isn't doing anything about Mm -hmm. it it's so heartbreaking and there's like nothing that i can do and i don't want to give up on them but hey let me tell you something my old school mentor told me i had a a a problematic child by the name of cj Mm -hmm. uh 
when I had him, he just thought I was going to be the big homie and get him out of shit. Like, we went and got shoes. We went to the mall, shit like that. But I tell him, like, you know, nigga, if you get me, use me. Nigga, if you need help with school, like, use me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the nigga ended up getting in a car accident. And he wasn't too far from me. He was like, nigga, come pick me up. I was like, nigga, I am not about to go to a crime scene and drive off. Oh. Nigga, I have a minivan, fam. It's not work. <laughs> like, we're not getting, we're not getting far, fam. Like, mm-hmm. that's not the play. Yeah. <clears throat> so... He called me later at night, like, oh, yeah, I had somebody come and get me, and if you was a real mentor, ooh, So I ended up talking to my mentor about it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you're not giving up on him. You, like, just step back if you feel that way. And he's showing signs of giving up on himself. So all my burden kind of left mm-hmm. when he said that. And I just told him, like, nigga, you showing signs of giving up on yourself. You think I'm about to sit here and be Kobe for you? Like, no, nigga, I'll be the Lakers. I ain't going to be cold for you. Uh, Rest in <laughs> peace for a real nigga. Kobe, my favorite player, hands down. He is. But, but that's what it is. Like, a lot of times, people end up putting so much on them and saying, you got to do right. And that comes from, this in the juvenile, really believe the kids. Like, I had one of my kids. Man, that nigga just looked. And I was like, he was talking to my brother, and I got off the car, and I was like, and that nigga was like, oh, what up, my nigga? And I'm like, <laughs> Mike, what up, man? Mike, what you about to go do? Get my soul snatched? I'm like, that's cool. Oh. I'm like, you staying out of trouble, though? He's 22 now. When we had him, he was 17. Okay. He was like, yeah, man, I went to prison. But, you know, I got my stuff together. Okay. I'm like, that's cool. The only thing that I kept on saying to him was, keep your ass out of trouble, man. Niggas is dying. Keep your ass out of trouble. Niggas is dying. Mm-hmm. And I kept on saying that. He was like, man, I'm cool. I'm good. Hey, keep your ass out of trouble, man. These niggas dying, fam. Like, they dying. Chill out. It's mm-hmm. deeper than that. So, that's one thing. Like, as far as being any type of direct care with kids, even if they're sane, <laughs> 99% of them are insane or have uh, an imbalance. I have you, a lot of kids with IEPs. But you can never get a... Uh, it's almost like you, you can never get extremely comfortable with them mm-hmm. because then it's like, oh, shit, I know I got, I know I get you for the rest of my life. And it'd be like, no, it don't work like that. Like somebody else got to get some time, too. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to share. Like if you need me, I'm going to help you. But you have to set boundaries. Oh, yeah. And they got to be in the in the process, in the mind frame of actually wanting to build. Oh, OK. Because yeah. you look at some of them. One kid broke my heart. The nigga was like, man, I'm going to be a criminal for the rest of my life. He was like, I don't give a fuck what you're saying. He like, I'm going to listen to wow. you. And I'm going to take heed to what you say. He said, nigga, this is my whole family, nigga. I'm going to be a criminal for the rest of my life, nigga. Wow. And I was heartbroken like, damn, you sure? And he was like, yeah. He was like, nigga, don't, don't be upset about it. I was like, shit, I can't because this is your life. I just thought a real yeah, nigga was helping. You, yeah, but you want better for them. Like, I had a kid tell me. That he, I was telling my students, and we were talking. We were it was it was um, Black History Month, mm-hmm. and we were talking about. They had an assignment from me to basically do a research paper on someone. I gotta hit the bit. For all the niggas that think they get cheated during Black History Month, the reason that Black History Month is in February is because it's Frederick Douglass' birthday. They did not give it to us because it's the shortest fucking month. I'm impressed that you know that. I almost threw this drum. <laughs> But this shit costs a little bit of cheese. So. 
So I'm gonna let that slide. But I didn't mean it like that. I'm just <laughs> saying because you're right. Not many people know that. A, a lot of people don't. They, they yeah. just feel cheated with certain things. Yeah. And, and I love the speech that he did. Where was it? Uh, I can't think. But it was he did a speech. I think it was it Canada where he mm. did the speech and people thought he was gonna do an uplifted speech and he was telling them like, uh, I'm not gonna uh, take heed of this day for this independence because my people are still in chains. Locked I think up. you're right. Yeah, I things of that right. nature. Yeah. yeah. So I respect it off that, off the hustle of that. Cause he was like, nigga, we still not good. Like, right. like I'm free, but my niggas fucked up over there. Right. So my nigga, don't ask me to celebrate and come preach for y'all with this shit. He fucked him no up sense. with that. Yep. But uh please go back to yours. <laughs> so um Black History Month doing a research paper. The assignment was for them to um think about what they wanted to be when they grew up mm-hmm. and then find a person of color, African-American preferably who was doing the thing that they want to do. Like who was already doing it and being successful at it. I had kids say they wanted to be veterinarians. You know, somebody wanted to be president because if Barack Obama can do it, I can do it. Um, God damn Bar- Barack set the bar down low for niggas. <laughs> I am not doing this with you. <laughs> But you niggas know, like if a nigga named Hussein can do that shit, I'm in oh there. Oh my gosh! My name is Dequarius, and I'm in that bitch, nigga. You hear me? I don't know how y'all giving fives to us, niggas. Okay. You hear me? <laughs> niggas talk about on gang. Like, no. But I mean, you know, they wanted to do all these different things: mm-hmm. um, doctors, lawyers, you know, obstetricians, like all this stuff. And I was telling them, they asked me if I always wanted to be a teacher. I said, absolutely. And, you know, I was telling them about the grades that I got and how I had to push myself and everything because you mm-hmm. want to strive for excellence. Facts. And I had this one student tell me, well, I want can to I graduate though. with D's? And I was like, I mean, technically, but you want to do better than that because, you know, like me, don't say nothing. What? I went to, I, I've been in a Christian school my entire life. So K through 12, my, my ninth through 12th grade, Even I went to a Christian here? high school. Yeah, I didn't start going to school until I got here. I got here in 94. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, so real quick, I want you to remember where you are. How do you think that influenced your life, Being going to a Christian school your whole entire life? Because <laughs> y'all some mischievous little motherfuckers. Oh, my gosh. That's not, that's, that's not most of us. This is the preacher's kids. Yeah, the preacher's kids be <laughs> sucking and fucking and be like, oh. we about to teach you what head is. You be like, you about to teach me what head is. Listen, I think I think that it afforded me opportunities that I may not have gotten mm-hmm. had I gone to um, public. public schools at the time. I think because in some respects, I think that there is a lot there in, in comparison to years ago i think that there's more being done for students who go to public schools now fact. yes right fact. um i think also though there were portions of my schooling that were not really different from other people only because i think it might have been different if i went to a christian if i went to christian schools that like had a majority of white people and then i was just like there by myself or like yeah, only like a couple of scattered black people because i feel like that's where the racism sits in but it's still to a certain point because the classes though because it, it's get looked at as well you have to pay a tuition to go here and you was almost kicked out because you're poor so mm. it's it's different signs of it i okay i can agree with that yeah um but i think that because like for sure, my K through eight school that I went to mm-hmm. was 
almost exclusively black. Not because it was like no, nobody else can come here, but it was just almost exclusively black. And I had a lot of friends who, even though they went to school at this private Christian school, were from the east side. Or they were <laughs> East Side <laughs> East Side, we in this bitch. Or Wish a nigga would. They were from quote unquote the hood. Like they would be like, Oh yeah, I'm from the hood. I'm from, you know, six mile. I'm you know. And they would say things to me and they would behave a certain way around me. Mm-hmm. I never spoke Ebonics until I came to Michigan. Like I hadn't my even nigga, heard of it. My nigga, you started school in Michigan. We get it. I know, but I'm but I'm saying though, like I had friends in New York and nobody talked like that. Yeah, because you grew up, it's the certain area, and you can tell now. Yeah. You don't have a hood side. I'm a whole thug. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. <laughs> you sound like Kevin Hart when you say that shit. <laughs> I'm a whole thug. Believe Did me. You? <laughs> Believe me, I know hood shit. <laughs> You'll go up to somebody and be like, yes, uh, you are a weed dealer, correct? Uh, you ain't going like to purchase like that. some of your finest weed. So from this haberdashery, I hate you so much. <laughs> like, uh, nigga, like nigga, this is a trap house. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> some of your finest. What the fuck, man? Get her some rego. She ain't gonna know the difference, nigga. Stop talking to me. I quit. <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, please get. I want you to uh, get back to the uh, <laughs> the the black history and the can I graduate with, with a D average. And I, and I told this young man, I said, listen, you know, you want to do better than that, though, because these high schools, first of all, these colleges, they're not just looking at high school anymore. They're looking back into your middle school stuff. Mm-hmm. And even the high schools, you have to interview for these high schools. Like, I was like, where do you want to go? King? Renaissance? Cass? You can't just stroll in there and be like, hey, I want to go to school here. He can if he stays in the neighborhood. Well, okay, yes, <laughs> but that's how hood niggas getting a good. School. But I was, but I wasn't going to tell him that. Yeah, yeah I was just yeah. like, you know, there. Everybody is looking for someone who's going to make them look good, and all D's is not going to make look any is not going to make anyone look good. And you're going to be put on somebody's waiting list. No, it's not even that. You're going to be put in the remedial class. Well, you're go, you're going to be in the class that gets out before everybody else. I hate you. But here's the but here's the thing. And you're gonna say, well, it's just five of us. And why he eating? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Right before this all happened, this this assignment happened, mm-hmm. one of the teachers had rallied the rest of us and been like, you know what, so-and-so, I think that they might need an IEP. And it turned out he did. Mm-hmm. And so now he's, what little he was trying before, mm-hmm. he didn't do anything anymore. He wanted everybody to do his work for him. He didn't care about, he didn't care about school before, but if you could care any less, that was him now. Mm-hmm. And he used the IEP as an excuse all the time. So when I said these things to him, he was like, I mean, it don't even matter. My mama just want me to have my diploma. So as long as I get all these D's, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be a barber anyways. And I said, baby, you know, barbers have to go to school, right? Like, you know, they have to pass tests. They have to know chemistry a little bit. They got to, yeah. you know, they, baby, they at least have to know math and they have to be able to count their money. And he's like, no, I'll get deeper than that. Cause I went to barber college. You have to know the certain terms. Like if you go to barber college and say, Oh, uh, wash hair. Everybody's going to be like, you wash clothes. You don't wash hair. Mm. You shampoo hair. Okay. And I feel so, that. So you have to know the certain type of like the terminology. Yeah. And, and then you, and then you have to be able to fix said issue sometimes. Right. Too. And I get that. That's why I said you at least have to know problem these solving. Right. To which then he replied, okay, fine. I'm going to be a comedian. And you know what I would have said? Use a funny nigga already. 
You's a funny nigga. <laughs> I should have. I really didn't know what to say at that point. It was just like, you just want to do the easiest thing possible. And I'm like, well, you know, like all these people out here, comedians, athletes, they're they're not just doing that one thing. They have their hands in a lot of bags. No. They're, they're entrepreneurs. Have... They're going back to school. They're doing all this now, stuff. Now, I agree with the entrepreneur because you're selling yourself. And I would have told, I would have gave him the opportunity to sell yourself. I would have said, cool. We're going to take some time and invest in you, nigga. Since you want to be a funny nigga, come on. Nope. Because I would have lost control of the class. Uh, but no. <laughs> no. Uh, but, uh, I, that's that's how he is. You. Th- this is uh, one of those no, children. No, no, you no, give them an no, inch no. and they take a whole football field. Uh, like, no, 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 the nigga doing it the last five minutes of class. You're not about to interrupt and fucked up. The last five minutes of class, y'all could be wild. Y'all could do, y'all about to be in the hallway. Cool. Hey, it's your time. Even when you sick and everything else. No, come on. I feel like you trying to make fun of me. You want to be funny. <laughs> so when we laugh at you, you got a problem now? Like, oh, I don't think you're going to make it. You should come and be a pair pro in my class. But you, you want to know why? Because we did that at the juvenile. Like, uh, I remember having kids and they, uh, they kind of test you. Kind of mm-hmm. see where you from. Yeah. And I ended up getting into it with this one light-skinned dude, but he was older than everybody else. And the reason that... He felt like he could punk everybody because he was 19. Everybody else was 16, 17. Yeah. So when he caught his case, they tried this whole ass nigga as a child and not an adult. Oh, wow. And I'm like, he was 18. Mm. He was 18. And I was like, y'all, y'all not doing no justice by this nigga. Because everybody else here, the oldest dude we had was 16. Mm. So now he two years and he think he can. And me and him end up getting into it. And I was like, don't. Let these walls give you a false sense of reality, sir. You're still a child. I don't care that you're 18. You're not an adult. Because if these walls wasn't here and we was on the outs and you was talking like this, you would have to see me. And you wouldn't like what you see. And he was like, yeah, whatever, I'm an adult. I said, hey, homeboy, Jesus made you light-skinned for a reason. You better chill. Whoo. Whole pile went this crazy. whole light-skinned thing. I- was he really light skin, or yeah. you just calling him light skin like you call me light skin? No, he was really light skin. Okay, I just want to let y'all know I'm chocolate, but he called me light skin all the time. Facts. So <laughs> when it went down, all the kids was going in their room, and and they was like, "That nigga told you, you Jesus made you light skin for a reason." It was the going <laughs> joke, but I had to go hard to break through to him. Like you're not the toughest nigga in here, and he was punking staff, mm. but the staff he tried was DB. DB don't want no smoke. DB bought a hundred pounds soaking wet with Tim's on. Uh-uh. <laughs> and DB, DB brung him some information because he said he wanted to do truck driving. DB mm. brung him this shit and he kind of hold DB like, fuck you, nigga. And I was uh-huh. like, well, I was like, do me like you did DB. Knock some shit out my hand and tell me fuck me. And let's see where it go. And he was like, Mm-mm. no, I ain't going to disrespect you. No, it's cool. Disrespect me like that, baby. I'm nigga. I'm nigga. I'm from the east side. <laughs> Hold me today. They already knew that. I didn't have to say it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't have to say it. They knew it. They knew I know it. it, but you repeat it to me all the time. East side nigga. But somebody uh, come get this man. But uh, it's uh still sharpening steel. So <clears throat> some of my methods is a little crazy because uh I went with my sister Ladonna and she was like, "Come do this career day with me." So I went. We got off for midnight's. Shot right there. Old girl want to be the scene. I stood next to her. Come on, my special friend. Mm-mm. Let's <laughs> bring this go. attention to you that you really don't want. But you just really want to be cool. It's a different way from being cool. And I had my little J's on. They was like, oh, yeah, them J's. Woo, woo, woo. And I was like, yeah, they was $300 for me. 
And it was like, man, what you do? Like, obviously get money, nigga, if, I'm, <laughs> if I have them. But it, it's a way about doing it. It's a method to my madness. I mean, then that's cool. And, like, you know, I there are – I could do what you do. I might not have my job for long, though. There are teachers in my building. Well, not teachers. They're, like, you know, like, nope. pros in my building or, like, lunchroom staff that could do the same thing that you do. And they would get away with it because they're not the actual educators. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Y- y'all held on a higher plateau. That's why I always tell you thank high. you. And I, I appreciate that. I always tell you, you – you will never get commended and thank you for what you do. And I'm totally serious just because I know how it is. Mm-hmm. And I know how it feels when kids look at you and break down and you can't do shit. Like we coming from a spot where y'all get it better than us. Cause when them niggas break down and cry, we can't hug them and touch them. We got like, Whoa, I know you need a hug nigga, <laughs> but uh, I can't do that. And it hurts. Man up. Right. But I don't even like that man up shit. Cause just because I'm a man, I can't cry. Just because I'm a man, my feelings can't get hurt. I got to be this stone figure all the time. No, nigga, this shit not right. Because when shit happen, and then I'm a stone nigga, and then when I get with my mate, and she be like, well, I don't feel like you understand me. That's because I was always told, tuck my nuts, nigga. That, oh. <laughs> okay, I wasn't prepared for that. Okay. But kids need, kids need to cry. Kids need to be at a weakened point. Kids need to know it's going to be all right. Kids need that... You could break down shit. Humans need that shit. Everybody got True. a breaking point. We can't just define you off your breaking point. True. And a lot of times that's what happened. And I'm the sensitive nigga out the crew. Who? Yeah, they call me the sensitive one. If I call now, they'd be like, you're sensitive. Nah, nah, I can't believe that. I'm a nigga from the east side. I label them niggas haters. I don't care. But <laughs> once again, I, I do appreciate what you do. Uh, you will never get paid your worth because you need to. Y'all need to be signing NBA contracts. LeBron Period. need to be like, shit. You seen that three hundred million she get? Because it's because you you make it possible for the next LeBron. You make it possible. Y'all touch so many people that they don't really understand. Like y'all touch the next you, cops, football players, mm-hmm. actors, models, teachers, drug dealers. Y'all touch mm-hmm. some of I'm- everybody. <laughs> We do. We do. And, and y- y'all still uplift. So it's a, it is a different feel. I, I wish y'all could get more. I really do. I think y'all will be out here living reckless. Everybody <laughs> so already no, think teachers rich. So it's, so it's a ploy to keep us humble is what you're saying. No, y'all, need to, <laughs> y'all need to flaunt y'all shit. Teachers day need to be like Christmas. Listen, usually teachers appreciation week is a little more lucrative than it was this year because ain't nobody in the building. But yeah. I appreciate what, you know, they did do for us. So, if uh, with all that being said and having great problem solving skills, <laughs> now we get to talk just about you. A uh, couple questions. I'm scared already. <laughs> Don't I'm be. scared. I, see, I, I knew. I knew it was a catch. No, it has to be more. So this is going to be the teacher's appreciation episode. And also, we have to know about you. We have to know about Cherry or Miss Watson. I'm boring. Uh, So would you say uh, dating black or dating your own type, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever dated outside? No. Ooh, Honestly, I've never, been, I've never been attracted to anyone other than black men. Shout out to all my black kings out there. High five. Real nigga shit. You want to hit the bell? Hey. Yeah. Uh, I feel the same way. 
it was put into me at a young age. If you can't use your comb, don't bring her home. It's like, uh, shit, I'm trying to get waves. I'm brushing. I feel that. So, some people look at it as different just because they like, oh, well, you were taught a bad thing. And it's like, one thing we have to understand is being human. I have a choice on what I like. Mm-hmm. In black households, that vary sometimes. Because mm-hmm. you're going to eat what the fuck I cook. <laughs> Happens a lot, too. Happens yeah. a lot in the black community. Yeah. So, you never dated outside your race? Nope. Okay. Uh, what would you say is your biggest plight while dating? Mm, like, how do you mean? Like, just what? what is the biggest obstacle you think you run into? Um, it could be you, it could be the niggas you dating, it could be whatever. My biggest issue is probably that I, I don't know, I, I don't know how to pick them. Like, <laughs> I want to call bullshit on a play, but I kind of want to hear it go on. Well, no, because I, I, it, it occurs to me thinking mm-hmm. about the men that I have tried to, the, the men that I have entertained, I'll say, mm-hmm. um, that they're all emotionally unavailable. Like if I, I'm, I'm establishing my own pattern here, um, where the men that I try to date are, they're just not emotionally available and they don't want a relationship. They just want whatever they can get out of me at the time. And mm-hmm. then they go ghost. Like the last time I dated someone like dated, like had a boyfriend like, or a significant other dated someone. Hey, Hey, you've been married. So I was met. Yeah. But we didn't. <laughs> and, and people laugh at me all the time. And I'm saying when I say this, but I didn't really have like my first real first date. Mm-hmm. Until I was 30. And I'm 31 now. Because me and this nigga... This, uh, my, <laughs> ah, sorry! Uh, me and my ex-husband... <laughs> me we, and this sorry-ass <laughs> nigga. That's the liquor, people. That's the liquor. <laughs> it's, listen, I told him I wanted to drink and now I'm hot in here and stuff. It's all his fault. Um, hey, Nelly versus Ludacris is coming up. Yeah, I heard about... Did you... Okay, but did you watch... Um, Jill. Jill and, and I did. I didn't. They were too. They were too nice to one another. I'm usually when the battle shit like you got to diss a nigga. You know, I heard. I heard that they was trying to do Brandy and Monica, um, but Monica was like, Monica was like, I don't want to do it unless it's a celebration of our music because I feel like I'm. I've always been pitted up against her and I don't like it. Yeah, they said. Uh, who was it? Austin and somebody said Brandy gave her them. Gave her them hands. Ooh. When they had to do the show together, they said oh. Brandy got her together. I don't. I hear they said it was that. always beef and animosity. They said it always was. I thought that was a lot in the media. There was like <clears throat> actual beef and animosity. No, them niggas said they they put them paws on one another. Eep. Okay. Well. Yeah. Um. You sound like the beginning of that. Pulling up the coop and. The- <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, no. Like I just got your first official date at thirty. Yeah, and um, me and my ex husband. Like, when we got together, we weren't dating. We were Netflix and chilling without the chilling. Or okay. without the Netflix. Like, we was, you know. Okay. So, we didn't really go anywhere. And we didn't really do anything mm-hmm. except sit at his house. And But that's difficult because you seem like a fucking social butterfly. It seems like you get out in the world and, and you get to dancing and shit. It's all a persona. Really? I am I am an extroverted introvert. I would really much rather just like sit in my own silence and like read a book and just chill out. Hey. Um, but because of the nature of what I do, 
I'm in front of, you know, these kids. Well, during the normal, Mm -hmm. I'm in front of these kids every single day and and adults. And um, there are things that I do outside of school that requires me to be in front of thousands of people singing and um, throwing throwing your set up. Church bitch <laughs> Really <laughs> Jesus <laughs> But But You know it, it requires me To come outside myself So I learned at a very early age Like I Kind of created this persona Where I Not enough people Talk about that 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 almost alter ego Who yeah. you Who you think is cool Yeah Well Not even cool It was just somebody who Who was able to cope With all of the people And all of the noise And all of the talking And all of the Like I can go to a party And I Am cool Just standing there on the wall And people watching But typically I have people with me Who are the life of the party And so it makes me Bring that person out And a lot of the time I'm more of that person Than anything else Which is why people Always look at me crazy When I'm like I don't I don't have to be out I don't have to be around people I can be by myself hey. Silent And have a good time Hey People been going crazy The only thing I The only difficult part For this shit is My outings Like If If we was just on lock But you could still go to restaurants And shit like that oh, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean but then went. it wouldn't be on lock But I mean honestly No like, no no, no. I'm, I'm talking about like You just had to stay in your community Okay yeah. I got you I been pulling up the coop And I be happy as fuck <laughs> Fuck these niggas I enjoy quarantine Fuck 12 obviously. fuck cops Oh okay <laughs> <laughs> But um Yeah So It was It was a lot of chilling I don't And I don't I think I also I don't mean to And I don't want to But I often gravitate towards men Who And this is gonna sound bad I don't mean it to sound bad But it is what it is I gravitate towards men Who are Not the same caliber as me So you date down Yeah Okay But Men who You know Are more like me Almost never approach me I see that Why am I intimidating? No Cause you look one way A successful black woman Kinda Drive off me Okay. Because uh, I, I had a homegirl that did the same shit. She dated like hood niggas that stayed in the basement and all that shit. And I was like, why? Oof. I was like, why? Why? And she was like, nobody will approach me. And I was like, uh, maybe you need to start approaching niggas. Okay. I, but I'm old school. I wouldn't, I would never, but I'm hey, old school and I'm shy. Hey, like you talking about you shy. Hey, I'm shy. I would never in approach a man. 20, I, I can't afford it. For, for love, I can't afford it. I can't afford to be like, hey, I'm old school. <laughs> Not in these new era of ways we have. I mean, I don't know. No, keep it, keep it in the book. Uh, so you date down. <laughs> it sounds so bad. I know. Uh, I'm about to ask you about submissiveness. So... <laughs> I I want y'all to know this is a whole setup. This man has set me up. <laughs> no, it's a book. It, it, it's a total book. So, with the uh, being submissive, mm-hmm. what is your terminology on that? Like, w- what do you think submissive is? Now I'm gonna give you my shit. Um, well, being in a subdom relationship or situationship or whatever. Uh, explain that. Subdom. Yeah. So you have a dominant and a submissive. Mm-hmm. Um, on the surface, <clears throat> people just kind of feel like it's the dom 
tells the sub what to do, the sub follows all the orders. But it's deeper than that because there's a under, there's an understanding between them. Mm-hmm. Um, so wait, wait, wait. Are you giving me your term? Yes, I guess so. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, so there's like a trust between them and an understanding between them. Um, but essentially, you know, whatever he wants to do, he gives orders. And I'm saying it like that because and for me, mm-hmm. I'm, I lean towards submissive, but I would never be a dom. I know that there are women out there who are doms, mm-hmm. but it, it just wouldn't be me. Okay. Um, Why? Is it, is it that shyness? No, it's because I feel like I have to control everything else throughout the day all the time that's a lot of pressure you put on yourself though it is and so when i get in the bedroom i don't want to control anything okay so you just talking about the sexual aspect of it are you are you talking about overall i'm talking about the sexual aspect of it but it okay every subdom relationship is different there are sub there are some subdom and, and here's the thing like i had for me i could only be submissive in the bedroom because anyone who again i don't I would like to date, like to actually date, mm-hmm. but anyone who uh, who I have entertained is not emotionally ready for it or just doesn't want to date. They just want to sleep around. Mm-hmm. And so we don't get to that part, to any part outside of sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, but in some sub-dom relation or dom-sub relationships, um, it goes far past sexual. It's also um, their normal day-to-day life Mm -hmm. you know if he or she tells if the dom tells their sub partner to do something then they do it or it could be like you know they could i know of some dom sub relationships where um the dom gets off on the sub like flirting with other people and then they go back and um punish them later yeah It, it depends on what that relationship actually is yeah, your shit sound like uh, <laughs> you just gave me a synopsis of a freaky time. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Cherry. Yeah. So, m- mine's is m- more so it's an understanding. And, w- and with that understanding, I do not dictate your life as far as I don't tell you when to wake up. I don't tell you when to get dressed. I don't tell you what to wear. I don't tell you what has to be for dinner. It's a trust thing. Like, you believe in me to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. You think I have your well-being first for sure so i look at that as submissive it's not too much going back and forth on the decision making skills because you entrusted me with them and with me being entrusted with that i have to make sound decisions for us and not me agreed and i have to put my feelings on the back burner and think about you first because you are giving me your sole interest in shit. That don't mean if you talk back and I'll be like, hey, you supposed to be submissive. That's not submissive in my eyes. I still want you to be who you are. Well, yeah, for sure. I, but I still, you know, that support. And if you feel like shit a little rocky, I want you to holler at me and be like, yo, what's up with this? Like, you sure this is good? Like, I don't I don't think this is a good idea, but I'm still going to support you because, you know, you'd have a household, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and we still argue. I need for you to tell me, like, oh, that shit you said to my mama was stupid. Like, <laughs> call you daddy in front of my daddy. That was some asshole shit. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. That nigga know who your daddy is, though. <laughs> I cannot. But I, and I, I can never do anything to put that in question. Mm. 
your belief in me. I'm, I'm not doing nothing to put that in question. I'm not about to be flirting with no other chick. I'm not about to tell you to go flirt with somebody. Like I said, there's just, you know, some, every, everybody. No, 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 no. I'm, and I'm not judging. I'm just saying as far as me, my shit is deeper than that. It, It's it's almost like the mob. Like, I ain't about to fuck over you. Can't. You entrusted me. Type of fucking nigga I look like. I beat a bitch up. <laughs> My uh my wife and trust me with all this shit and the bitch gonna come and take down this whole empire. Th- that's my biggest fear to get married, have kids and look weak in front of them. As mm. far as that shit, because I'd be like, hey, better get your fucking act together. I put on that <laughs> coat, want my play ass hat, so I be out here. This I sign that motherfucking made. paperwork. <laughs> I be out here. Yeah, <laughs> nigga, you ain't gonna go nowhere. I'm dusting the coat off the bitch in the cleaners. <laughs> Keep it up. You'll be hiding hats around the house. Dude, man, Dude. So stupid. I pull out that old phone or numbers that don't work no more. Like, bitch, I will. <laughs> I scroll through them old pictures. You better look. God damn it. But uh, I asked just to get, you know, a woman's aspect on it. Just because I, a lot of times I don't think y'all voice are heard. And the shit y'all have to put up with, with men. Like, we be like, oh, shit. Like, we get it worse. Some cases we had it worse, cause like dudes was the first ones having families across town. It wasn't women. Right. Like women right. weren't able to get corrected. Don't get that hype. Don't get that hype. Don't get that hype. Don't do no, that. No, I can't. I can't ring the bell for that. No, I, I, no. Uh, I'm gonna need you to calm down. I need you to calm down, cause I'm still a nigga first. I'm still a nigga first. Yeah, okay, and I'm still hold that. So. Oh, okay. No, I'm not saying a nigga like that. <laughs> and no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not a thug from Park Ridge. Don't 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 come for me. What's a good street? <laughs> What's a good Caucasian street? Wow, you gonna play me like that? Yes, okay. I will. Okay, but uh, y- y'all put up with a lot of shit. It's difficult. Yeah. Even though y'all got your little nasty, fucked up, conniving ass ways too. Yeah, cause the women is only uh people on earth, and this is some women that say you gotta earn some pussy. Like earn it, like bitch. What you want me to? Do? Like what? I have to show a testimony to the pussy. Like I don't even know if the pussy is good. I don't even know if the pussy is good. And you want me to go out there and pillage a fucking village for it? Like, why doesn't that just mean that she like has her priorities straight or somewhere like that? A chick told me that many many months ago, and I laughed at her. And I said, "You're a fool if you think pussy is earned and dick is free." Why can't the dick be earned too? That's why I was saying. She was like, you ain't did nothing to earn no pussy. And I was like, you keep that pussy, fam. <laughs> you keep that <laughs> shit. You keep that in them three kids you get. Like, Ooh, okay. Like, hey, is it wrong if a dude say I want to fuck with you and I don't want to interact with her kid? I want to say yes. <laughs> I, I, I want, wait, wait, okay, okay. I, I want to say yes. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You can hit the bell. I'll put it on your side. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that, that woke sister came out like I want to say yes for the sisters, but <laughs> sisters, yeah. sisters, don't hate me. Uh-huh. I want to say yes. <laughs> However, uh-huh. everybody's situation is different. I know for me and mine. Hey, somebody cue up uh, Usher's sister waist <laughs> with a rise, but uh. <laughs> I know for me and mine, because I have a son. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shouts out to him. 
She Shouts broke the TV him. not too long ago. <laughs> it was an accident, but he built like a <laughs> linebacker. He don't know his strength. Hey, hey, you better sign him up for some glasses, like free college, right? Free college, right. on point. <laughs> but um, no white girls at my house, son. None. <laughs> let, let me just, cause I was about to get real hype, but let me just, okay. Um, for me and mine, I know that you don't get to meet my son mm-hmm. until shit is serious, right? Thanks. But I would expect that if we were going that route, that you would want to be involved with him if stuff got serious. There are some women out there who they're not looking for that. Mm-hmm. They're not looking for a life partner. They're not looking for a mate, as you put it. They're not looking for, <clears throat> excuse me, they're not looking for a husband. They're not looking for anything like that. They just want the dick and then to keep pushing. So for them, if you said, well, I just want the pussy, I don't want to deal with your kids, mm-hmm. that might be okay for them. But the reason that I step into the shoes, first and foremost, let me add my disclaimer. If somebody fucking with you, you got to fuck with the kid. It's just that simple as a package deal. Only reason I say that is because a lot of times, dudes are thrown into fatherhood without having kids of their own. And you have to understand this. It's difficult if you never had shit before. That's like somebody being like, hey, Coming to my house and then being like, hey, this is our house. We got to pay bills. We got to do this. We got to do that. You'd be like, whoa. Like, nigga, this is a rush. Like, nigga, this is a little bit too much right now. So we have to be understanding to that first. Secondly, a lot of times it's a problem child or it's mm-hmm. a child that's not the best. Mm-hmm. This child is not a scholar. Mm-hmm. This child even gets on your fucking nerves and you the parent. <laughs> and you want to welcome me into this and it's going to lighten your load no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna do shit and be like, I wish that it was a man around that would tell him something. That's y'all playing the seed in a nigga mind, like, oh yeah, <laughs> this little nigga maybe told something. Yeah, so, okay. It's difficult in that aspect of it, so that's why I asked. And then I seen a little meme that was like, uh, we had package deal. Like if you go to Burger King, you eat the whole meal, and he'd be like, what if I just want the sandwich? I gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. What if I just want? But it's some real, it's some realistic shit though, because we know people who are good mates and terrible parents. Uh, yeah, that's true, and I and I get that. Mm-hmm. But like, I my only point is that every situation is different. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I've known men who they just wanted to deal with me and they didn't want to deal with my kid, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was fine because at that point for me. If you are all, if you come in and you're already like, I don't want to deal with your kid, mm-hmm. then that's a that's a hard pass for me. That's a no. Mm-hmm. If you come in and you're like, well, you know, if you're on the same page with me, mm-hmm. especially before I even say anything, if if that's where we at, then I'm really like, oh okay. If you're like, you know, yeah, I hope to meet little man one day. Not right now though. While I'm still getting to know hey, you, but hey. if we get serious, then X Y Z. I hit the bell. One thing I'm gonna say about myself: trick love the kids, even though they be bad and shit. <laughs> trick love the kids. But um. Like then I'm really except for snotty nose kids. Now you need to put this fucking face <laughs> off. Stupid. Have him around this bitch touching these expensive ass jeans. Right. <laughs> He's um, Jordan. Like, hey, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> my fault. My fault. Excuse me, Elijah. Uh, Not it. <laughs> you cannot be touching the sneaks like that, fam. Can't. But yeah, like if if me and him are on that same page, then I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. And for sure, shout out to the men who come in like. This is almost, this is not even almost, this is unheard of to me. Mm-hmm. But um, I uh, was talking to a man at one point who 
he told me like he he would always be trying to do stuff for me and mm-hmm. i'm not used to that um and then one day he put on his his what i call the the alpha voice mm-hmm. like that real serious voice you got to and he's like you know you always trying to stop me from doing something but this is the way i was raised my mama told me he said verbatim my mama told me that even if you're not in a relationship with a woman but you fucking her you take care of her and you take care of her stuff mm-hmm. and i was not used to that i had never hey, heard of that hey. That nigga got a whole bunch of uncles around where he stay at. Maybe. Yeah. This your uncle. Like, no, it ain't. This nigga <laughs> here for the night. <laughs> you get a little older, but this mama friend, this your uncle. Like, bitch, I ain't never seen this nigga at no fucking family reunion. <laughs> this nigga plate gotta get brung to the car. He not family. You terrible. <laughs> but but that's what he said, and that's what he did. Like, I didn't have to ask for anything. He would be like, So you got groceries in the house? I'd be like, I mean, yeah, we got groceries, we cool. Nah, let's go to let's go to Meyer. Let's go to you know wherever. And I'll be like, no, nah, I'm good. Hey. Don't make me tell you again. We about to go get groceries. I'm not about to have you and little man in here starving. Hey, hey, I like that nigga. That nigga got some pimp. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, but we got food. And I, yeah, but when you run out of that food, you're gonna need more food. So let's go. I'm like, you know what? Okay, well, thank you, because I'm I'm not about to sit here and keep arguing with you. It, one thing that I noticed is you can't you can't take people like their natural makeup is like you can't take it away. That's yeah. like if I had a little retarded ass son and you was like, I remember him, I do shit like that. The fuck? Well, no, he good. No, he not. No, he not. He can't read. Mm. Can't read. He's not good. Mm. So a lot of times that's the that's the thing that we have to take into consideration. Not killing a good spirited person because of our what we value, what mm-hmm. we see is correct. No. Sometimes you gotta let people be them. That's fine, but I would like to point out that even that man, mm-hmm. not available. Yeah, it, hey, before you got to talking and you use that play of voice, I was like, oh, he's very controlling. He's controlling. You have, to, you have to look at it. Uh, I understand. I would run into a woman and me and her would just like fuck around. And I wanted more. And she was like, no. She was coming off a rebound. And she was like, no, it's not that. Like, if we keep on having sex, I'm not going to like you. Like, bitch, why is you in my bed with your pants off? Ooh. So, I get that. She didn't want to get too invested. Did I feel a certain type of way? No, because I was getting nuts. I was like, okay, I get it. And I understand (laughs) you for your cutoff. I respect your cutoff. You said that. If I seen her now, I'd be like, whoa, what up? She'd be like, hey, how you? No, we're not there. We're not there at the high. No. We're just at high and by. Yeah, we like, <laughs> hey, you know, you good? That's what's up. You got to look at it. Yeah. And I can't say she was a terrible person for that. Because if I tell you my limits, respect them. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of time we want to sit there and say that somebody is terrible or they were just the worst or whatever. Yeah. When the reality is, is that, you know, they are who they are and and that's okay. Like if you respect it, then you can just move on. Limitations. But, but we're upset because they didn't bend to our will. They didn't do what we wanted them to do mm-hmm. or they didn't behave the way they didn't respond, you know, how we wanted them to respond. And, and the, the best part and the beauty of that is when you met them, they were a true self and that's what you liked. Yeah. We, we force our shit on like, you need to be more like this. You need to you need to cook. And niggas don't understand it. I need you to cook every night. At what point in time is that motherfucker gonna get tired? Like, who got a short order cook to be like, what? Alfredo, order up. It don't work like that. <laughs> it's cool to have some meals. Now, if you're a significant other, if you're a mate, 
by far you should check on your mate. You should make sure. And if you say he or she says, "Hey, I want some home cooked shit." Mm-hmm. You should make preparations for that. But to do that every time? No. No, you were an adult when I met you. Ooh. Even if you wasn't an adult, it's kind of weird if I'm talking to you and you was a child and I'm an adult and right. now we are adulting together. No. So you have to look at it. You're an adult. You have to be capable of feeding, clothing, and taking care of your own. I like you. Mm-hmm. I will help you. Mm-hmm. Now, when I become your husband, then you are mine just like I'm yours. Right. So if you be like, I don't got the money to pay this bill, I'll be like, hey, you go. And I can't be like, shit, you going to pay me back? No, I'm invested, nigga. Right. I just paid off somebody fucking college tuition, and i never been to college. But I get it. We're a team. That's <laughs> our degree now, bitch. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> we both have a degree in We both uh, graduating You just yeah. don't understand yeah. uh-uh. Give me that cap of gown <laughs> I'm all in the streets with it It don't fit I don't care I paid this shit So That's something different uh, That's something difficult Did you have any uh, After you had your son Did you have any uh, What is it called I forgot the term I was talking about this shit Oh fuck it I don't know <laughs> We're not yourself I can't think of the term Right after you have a kid. Postpartum depression. Postpartum. Did you have that? Uh, no, but my situation was a little different. Mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of the time I hear of women having postpartum depression. Like they're they're married, they're happy, mm-hmm. you know, they're happy they have the baby, and then they have this postpartum depression that hits. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't think I really had postpartum depression because I was essentially struggling to survive at that point. Yeah. After we had uh after after, you know, my son was born, um Did you want a girl? Yes, and I still want a girl. <laughs> which is why this whole dating situation is difficult. But um Yeah, it's difficult too. Difficult too, baby. Difficult too. Well, I mean, I wanna like, you know, I wanna get remarried and yeah, then that, you know have my about- little girl, but but it it would be it's easier now. I mean, I I am thinking that it will be easier. You're more established. I'm more established, but also my son is older, so it's not like, you know, he's two and then I have a a mm-hmm. child. He'll be seven on Wednesday. Shouts and- out to him. <laughs> there you go. Shouts out to him. Happy seventh. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but he'll be seven on Wednesday. So by the time that I end up dating someone, mm-hmm. getting remarried, and then having a kid. He'd be 10. If, right. I'm, I'm looking like if this happened like tomorrow, he'll be 9 or 10 when, mm-hmm. you know, baby girl comes along, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'll be easier to do. And he'll, even now, he's pretty helpful, like with my nephew, who's almost two. So he would be hey. helpful at that point. Right. Hey. He'd be at that bitch like. You cry too much. <laughs> That's what my brother did with me. My brother, my brother told my mom after I was born, like, "Hey, get your tube side." Oh no! He's born seventy nine. I was born eighty four. Oh he, man! He went up to her was like, "Hey, we're done." <laughs> That's funny. We're done. <laughs> he was like, he just cried. He just whined. He just cried. I don't like this nigga, dog. Like, you better talk to him because if I go in there, like, nigga, what the fuck? I'm a newborn, man. Terrible. <laughs> that nigga, I'll put the paws on the little nigga. He go sleep. Terrible. But yeah, no, after. after I press charges on that whole ass. Nigga. You are terrible. Um, I never both got to, of y'all. I never got to chastise any of my little brothers. They didn't stay with me. It's difficult. Oh, so your mama ain't listening to him? Uh-uh, no. My mama stopped at three. My dad kept on going. So oh, I got okay. other brothers. I got two brothers born at. Uh, 
87. I was going to say, you don't even know. Woo! I got two <laughs> younger brothers born in 87. Both okay. one night and day. One wild, one, hey. Real reserved. You know, yeah, he, he he wants to be a, a preacher. So I don't oh. trust him around any money. Wow. That is a gross generalization. And it's very true. I'm not doing this with you. It's very true. Nope, nope. So anyways, um, after my son was born things went downhill in my marriage like rapidly mm-hmm. and I spent like after the first year some my son was born and then there was like a couple more months left in the first year of our marriage <clears throat> because we got uh, pregnant when I was engaged yeah but see my little sister going through that and I think it's difficult because you really don't get to enjoy your mate when you do it so rapidly well yes that is true. You, you there get, were, there you were going to have fun. There were other issues though, like his right. mother living with us, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there were other issues too, um, but it wasn't an issue for him. It was just like an issue for me. But I didn't, but I didn't let that be known. Like I was, I wasn't the type to make a big fuss about stuff. Yeah, you. I just tried to, you know, keep rolling. But you easy going like <laughs> Sunday morning. But after the first year of our marriage, um, it was just just downhill and there was like he didn't love me and I knew it and he was emotionally and verbally abusive to me he never put mm-hmm. his hands on me he wasn't that crazy he not even crazy he was smart mm-hmm. um could be smart to you know but but he was emotionally and verbally abusive mentally abusive and um I didn't have time for postpartum depression because I literally was just trying to survive because I stayed in that marriage another three years mm-hmm. before we were officially divorced. So you, so you could have went through it, but your hustle and grind was like, uh, that's back burner. It really was. Yeah. It really was. Like I just, I, it was a struggle to survive mentally every day. And for a long time, I mm-hmm. dealt with it by myself. Like I didn't tell anybody, I didn't tell any family. I didn't tell any friends. Because you know how they say when you're in a relationship, if you and your your significant other have an issue, don't tell your family, don't tell your friends. Y'all supposed to work that out together. Because the moment that you tell them, once you and your spouse or you and your significant other are good, mm-hmm. everybody else is still like, oh, no, because that nigga did this, and we don't like him no more, and da 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 yeah. And I wasn't trying to go through all of that. Hey, I would have asked, like, damn, you fucked them? Like, did you, did you fuck them? Like, <laughs> just because I potentially have that with one of my brother's wives. Like me and her don't click. We don't get together. Mm-hmm. But I said I love my brother so much I'll never let that show. Mm-hmm. So it was just that simple. I didn't bring shit to him. When she's there, I speak. I say what's up. I kick it for the little time I kick it. Then I get the fuck on. If I can, if I could do a drive by and not interact with her, that's extra cool. Like that's extra cool. But I would never bring any debate or anything to that or any of my feelings towards that. Yeah, but does he talk to you about her? Thanks. And about issues that they have all the time, and I tell him shit. But we real niggas. I love him too much. I love him entirely too much to put any of that. Or be like, you wrong because you did that. That's not my answer. My brother explained to me at a very young age. He said, "Yeah, but you're not the one that got to go home with her." That's true. And and from there, it fucking clicked. You a real one because my family is way too opinionated. <laughs> but you gotta look. It it's cool to give opinions, but open up the door on your shit too. But they're not going to do that. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's cool. Things can't be one way. Yeah. We can't be selfish. Because if you were to tell me, like, hey, I'm going through this and it's hurtful, but I have to go through it. This is what, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like 
I have to do. Yeah. Cool. It's not my job to talk you out of it. Sometimes I just got to sit there and support. Yeah. Sometimes I have to be a silent partner. I can't see that nigga and be like, just, oh, who is? <laughs> it's not my, it's not my shit. Right. Now, I, I cannot want to be in his area, in his space, because the energy and the vibes he give off, I'm big on that. If your energy and vibes is fucked up, my, stay over there. Yeah. I don't want okay. none of that shit getting on me. Because I worked in a job, and somebody had to let me know, like, yeah, you're getting real negative. And I had to think. I wasn't like this until I got this job and around these motherfuckers. Okay. So I had to fix myself mm-hmm. because another nigga seen it. And I was like, oh, can't be out here fucked up like that. <laughs> so you got to fix it. Like, I talk a lot of shit, and I... You know, I may play you excessively. You do talk a lot of shit. I just want to. Yeah. You can hit the bell and repeat it again. You talk a lot of shit. Okay. <laughs> and I may excessively go overboard, but my shit is never be malicious. My shit is never be hurt feelings. It's never. Mm-hmm. It's not. Okay. I yeah. can I can agree with that. But my shit has to be taken with a grain of salt. Cause I'm I'm still gonna kick that real shit to you if you ask me. If you ask me like, yo, you know, what you think about this? I'm gonna give you a legitimate answer on it. I'm not gonna give you some shit that sway me. Or make somebody else look bad. I'm not. And one thing I was taught by a retarded nigga. This nigga name is. Uh, I'm for real. This nigga name is Tremon Guyton. He's African American. Okay. I mean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's retarded. He told me what type of nigga down talk another man to get with a woman. He said that nigga weak. And it kind of hit harder. Because he was speaking of somebody else. Mm -hmm. But for him to have that standard. But still, like, he still will backdoor a nigga and be like, well, shit, if you fucking her, uh, like, I'm going to try to fuck. And it's like, hmm, that's crazy. But he spoke that into me. And I was like, that's some real shit. I never do that. I, I never talk about women's mates or they niggas or be like, that nigga funny or woo woo. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I'm, I'm not built like that. I don't, I, I really don't care. So that ain't none of my shit. Shout out to my nephew. Hey, Neff, uh, give me a minute. I'm finishing up this podcast. All right. So, just with all that being said, it, it just kind of speaks to your makeup. Like, my tribe, we some stand-up niggas. We got we got a lot of bullshit in us, but we are more. <laughs> we're more stand-up. Because I was always taught from a young age, if you mess with somebody and she got a kid, that's your kid, nigga. You treat it as such. I respect that. I seen my dad... Tell his baby mama, my little brother, mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a pocket full of money. She did the sucking shit like over there, ask your daddy for some money from everybody. So he, my, he kind of wow. played it all. He was like, No, you know, I ain't got no money. Catch me next time. And he stayed out of town. So when we get back, he explained it to us. He was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give him any money because I don't have enough to give his sisters. Oh. And he was like, How I look pulling out my money. And they dad ain't doing shit. So I'd rather send him some money to her. And then they know. But yeah. if I don't got enough to give all, that's how you raised us. That's what's up. And I always tell the epic story how I was the youngest. and mm-hmm. The we, epic story. Yeah. Uh, youngest, cutest, <laughs> most finest. Oh, okay. Best dressed. <laughs> There's no proof of that around here. There's, it is. You just, you talking. It is. Okay. I was the Rolex winner. Champagne spilling. I wish I could see everything I'm looking at right now. Three year old man. <laughs> Three year old. <laughs> I was young. I was young. Okay. Uh, so we was at the nursing office and the receptionist had some candy. She was like, "Do you mind if I give your boy some candy?" Uh, he was talking to somebody. He was like, "Yeah, you know that's fine." So she gave me the sucker. I'm enjoying the sucker. Mm-hmm. So 
Some His daddy instincts Was like Nigga turn around So he was like Excuse me He was like uh, What about the other two boys And she was like I only had one And he was like Oh okay And he looked at me was like Give it back And it broke me Cause I didn't understand I was crying And he told her I don't do them like that If you don't have enough Oh I'm not giving none None it made sense. Your daddy a good daddy. Yeah, he a real nigga. He piece of shit. But he a real nigga. He piece of shit. He a real nigga. <sighs> okay. Just, just just having that instilled. Fuck that youngest shit. If you can't give it to all, you, you're not going to give it to none. Because you, you potentially divide shit. True. And on my mom's side with my granddad, my granddad used to always like, like he would buy toys for all of us. Mm-hmm. So if it was my birthday, he would buy three toys for all of us. You got to pick which toy you wanted. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was so, going to say, because it's my birthday. Yeah, but he bought toys for everybody. Okay, I get that. So, on my brother's birthday, since I was his favorite, he used to let me pick the toy I wanted first. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like boy, you go ahead and pick. He used to buy our shoes on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Like, when is that time? And how you had to do it, you had to go to the king and be like, can I get this shoe? And he'd be like, I don't like it. <laughs> Send it back. <laughs> Every time... That's how I started wearing Jordans. Okay. Because my brother was like, man, you should go holler at granddad. Let Asking him get them. Jordans. He's like, take him them shoes. Them bitches sweet. Like, okay. take him. We young. I'm like seven. He probably like 13. He like, yo, take him them. So I took him and he was like, you get him. <laughs> and they was like, bet. He about to let us get DJs. And he was like, no, 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 no. Not for you. <laughs> oh, dang. He, but I was his but dog. But you was the favorite. Okay. I was his dog. I'm not understanding this. I'm a kid. I'm not. Getting this is favoritism shit. I'm just he said yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting the shit. So you, you put dividers in people like that. That's like the nephew just called. That's my baby. If he called me right now, I'd be like, Unc, I need your crib. I'm leaving. Oh, we just out the door, huh? Yeah, that's my nigga. All right, bye y'all. Podcast over. <laughs> yeah, that's my nigga. <laughs> that that nigga can't be with me and get slapped. Mm. And he's twenty five. He can't be with me and get slapped. He grown, grown. I know you slapped that nigga. You gonna have to. You gonna have to put me in some casket. I wish Boy. I would get slapped from that nigga. When I was working in juvenile, I used to tell him about uh, getting to it with the kids and shit. He'd be mm. like, "Uncle, I'll come up there and holler at him." I'm like, "Nigga, this a lot though. Like this is <laughs> maximum security." He was like, "Shit, I'll walk in with you." I'm like, "No, Neff, I kind of get this, but that's my nigga. That's my nigga. We we done been through a lot of shit, me and Neff. Okay, that's my dog, one hundred. I hate him to this day, though. Good night. He got his my player. This nigga say he get his my player to 99 in one year. I'm still fucking playing, and I'm on my fourth year, and my player's to 93. I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? He like, yeah, unk, you know. I'm like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Worthless ass fucking nephew. You ain't right. Fuck him. He's grown. <laughs> oh, okay. He grown, but that's your baby, huh? Yeah, that's my baby right there. Bye. That's my baby. <laughs> I'm so sick of you. Oh, uh, would you like to touch on the uh, how you're a fan of DC and Marvel and you like anime? Like, <laughs> fuck you, DC and Marvel. No, I'm more of a Marvel fan. I told you that. Yeah. Did you see the uh the new uh joint? The new what joint. is it called? I'm about to look it up. Mm-hmm, go ahead, look it up. I and yes, I do shit. like anime. I just finished um B Stars on Netflix. It was really good. You did? Yeah, season two should be coming out next year, I think. I hate that. I'm waiting on Snowfall. Uh, Justice League Apocalypse War. No, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. I'm about to... About to uh, do you have Put Locker? 
I had it at some point. My account probably still exists. No, it's not an account. You just you just go into. It. I'm gonna send it to oh, you. Okay. Now it's a it's a lot of pop ups. <laughs> okay. It's extremely lot of pop ups. So you've been warned. <laughs> That's but fine. It's on there. I watched it. I did not enjoy it. Uh, L told me to watch it. I told him it was trash. But so yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh. I'm not here for a majority of the Marvel shit. I heard they're trying to kick the Black Panther out. What? Yeah, I heard. It's supposed to be a whole Black Panther, too. They had a release date and everything. Yeah, I heard they're not trying to fuck with him. Oh, wow. I don't know. I don't know. But can we really trip? How many Spider-Mans are we in? How (sighs) many Hulks are we in? Which is your favorite Spider-Man? I just have to know. Tobey Maguire, hands down. He's (sighs) the best Spider-Man. He was slapping bitches. Mary Jane was tripping. He was fire. Bitch, I didn't really care for him. Shake your face, but watch yourself. <laughs> you gotta go. I didn't care for him. Everybody says Toby McGuire, and I'm like, um, Toby was mm. the realest. He had that nerd boyish shit. Oh, it's Toby. So did Andrew. Who's that? Andrew Garfield. Who's I think that? is his last name. He's the he was the second he was the second Spider Man. Oh yeah. When, see now as far with as, Jamie Fox in the second movie. So as far as. The Spider-Man who I think did the best job of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I give it to him because he lost Mary Jane early. Yep. I give I it like, to him. I liked him a lot. Yeah. He threw me for a loop when he was like, oh, I would love to play a gay Spider-Man. I was like, oh, uh, what? I was like, no. Oh, oh, I didn't. I didn't hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, no, I'm a nigga. So, uh. Did you like Enter the Spider-Verse? Oh, fucking awesome. Okay, good. It's fucking awesome. We can stay friends. It, it took him too long to get his powers right, though. Like he was taking, he was taking way too long. But when he fought Kingpin, I was like, "Oh, he's actually putting up a good fight." So <laughs> I like him. I clown to do that work about it. I clown to do it. Like nigga, you watching that shit with your kids, with your grown in? He was like, "All right, man, check it out, check it out, nigga." It's good. I apologize to him. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. There's not a lot of things that I watch more than once. Like it has to be like a real favorite, because if I've seen it once, then I know what happens. But I watch that more than once. Hey, you haven't seen the long away from home yet. The long away from I mean, home. far away from home, yeah. <laughs> what is that? The Spider-Man. I haven't seen any of the new Spider-Man's Spider-Man movies. <clears throat> Do you have Why? Disney Plus? Okay, so I just down, I just got Disney Plus because... Um, Binge. Hamilton. Oh, no, they don't have it. They don't? They don't have the uh, far away from home. But they have the Avengers? Yeah, fuck me up. Stuff, fuck they don't me have... up. They don't get Dark Phoenix. Really? Fuck me up. I mean, I saw it, but... I, I wasn't a fan. Once they put the X-Men in, I was like, uh, uh. I also have like HBO and all the other <clears throat> stuff. Oh, you so, can see. You can see. Yeah, it. it'll come on. Yeah. I can just search it. It's You're fine. good. You can definitely see it. Oh, we cool now? You're not mad no more because I haven't seen them? Uh, the Spider-Man Far Away From Home, you can miss that. Just like I can miss Captain Marvel. It wasn't a big like, oh, you have to see it. No, but I liked it. It was A smooth. lot of people didn't. It was cool. Yeah. Well, one movie that I didn't like, but I find myself watching it is slowly becoming a favorite. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. I loved Doctor Strange. I didn't. I thought it was Doctor great. Doctor Strange a real nigga though. He, it was great. But you know what fucked me up? He got too much power too fast. That's why I'm like, oh. really? He took over every. He was a chosen nigga. He was a chosen nigga and became that nigga all in one movie. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, but if you the chosen nigga, then you the chosen nigga. What you supposed to do about that? Tony. Tony didn't get all that juice in it. And Tony the realest nigga. Uh, your your boy. He didn't get all his shit. Who? Uh, damn. What's doggy name? Captain America. 
He did. No. He got yes. He got all his strength and stuff, wait, and then wait. he got frozen. Right. Right when he right when he became the elitist of realist uh niggadom, he ended up losing. He ended up getting froze for sixty some year. Yeah, well he didn't so, lose, he just saved the world, but, but so that's what I'm saying. Name somebody else who got their shit. Thor had to go through a lot to get his shit. No, he had to go through a lot to get his shit together. He already had but, all but that that's power. What I'm but but this is what I'm saying. You got to think. Thor dead. Stop being king in what movie? Right. Okay, but Thor's Thor. No, I feel like Thor's journey was more of an a was more of like an internal but, thing. But it it is just because his stuff is. It it goes off so much more than self validation. It goes off how you are to others because you got to be true to have the hammer true you remember he lost and he couldn't call listen from when captain america picked it up i, I was, was done. done i was <laughs> done <laughs> I, I was done. hey look i wanted to turn it off like y'all gonna let this whole ass nigga did it but i have older cousins they told me the only nigga that picked it up was the hulk they said that was the only person who could pick it up and i'm like yeah but he couldn't even pick it up in here. the movie though nigga nigga and this will fuck me up after Hulk have a battle don't he fucking get stronger yes but he well but he got scared but then he made himself like this hybrid of both yeah, of themselves yeah I was straight I was straight on that I was straight on that I was straight but I knew it was bullshit in the play cause uh Thor Ragnarok when he he, he got hit with the uh the lightning bolt mm-hmm. and then he got back up I was like nigga please uh, Thor is just not a regular nigga. They call him the god of thunder. Like, I mean, he is. So that's what I'm saying. Hands down, Thor should have got that bitch. Yeah. Thor should have got it on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was different. And then you got to think, Thor stole the hammer from Thor. So he th- he stole it from the old Thor. And I'm like, <laughs> come on now. I I would have liked to see Thor be uh more, but I I want to see where his movie girl. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Facts. We do. We will. Uh, what else? What else you got for me? I'm ready now. <laughs> I know you. You warmed up, so we about to end this bitch. <laughs> right when you get warmed up, time to go. Time to go. But uh, thank you for coming out, Cherry Watson. Is it? Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you for what you do with the kids. Uh, if nobody told you.